0: Welcome to Double Fries, No Slaw. It is Wednesday night, a little bit of a different night. Um, we've never recorded on a Wednesday night before, but okay. something a little bit different. It is uh, it is Miami Hate Week, so we've got a pop-up show. We've got a, an interview with a guest that we want to give you guys um, fresh and right as quick as we can. Speaking of fresh, um, Double Fries, No Slaw, great transition there, is brought to you by uh Guthrie's in Tallahassee you can visit both their locations 1818 West Tennessee Street and 2550 North Monroe I've got my buddies Richie uh, Barnes and Freddie Stevenson here with me how you guys doing tonight
1: good man I'm ready for the game man let's shoot my Miami week let's get it
2: yeah man it's a it's a typical rivalry week right you're going into it thinking uh not a great shot but every day that passes I'm convincing myself and more and more we can get this done but I'm excited Miami week it's one of the best weeks of the year for a Florida State football fan Absolutely. A Noel that had a
0: lot of success against Miami. We're gonna bring him on now. Um, the timing on the Zoom is is tough to get like everything connected perfectly, <laughs> but this one actually worked pretty good. Uh, Greg Jones. Greg Jones played at Florida State in the early mid two thousands. Uh Greg, how you doing today?
3: I'm doing good. I can't complain. How about everybody? How how everybody doing on this uh, on the Zoom? Good, man. I'm doing, good. I'm
0: doing good. well. We're We were just talking about the – yeah, I want to start with this. We were just talking about the closer and the closer and the closer that it gets to the game, the more confident we get. We've all kind of talked like, ah, Florida State's not doing so well. Miami's ranked. Tough game. But every day that gets a little closer, we're like Hey, we might be able to do this, and then it gets a little closer. We're like, man, we're going to win this game, and then you know, Saturday will roll around, and we'll be four beers deep, and we'll say we're going to blow these fools out. So, <laughs> how's it? How's that? How's it as a player though? Like, as the game, as the week gets closer, do you get more confident? Do you get more nervous? How's that work?
3: Ooh, uh, as a player, you get more confident because you have, uh, you know, you do your practicing and stuff like that is another step closer to game day. So you get really more confident and you feel good about what you've been doing in practice.
0: Um, so I start out every every interview asking this. It seems to be like my my trademark question, really hard hitting um info here. Double fries, no slaw. Are, are you aware of that reference or do you understand? Are you a Guthrie's guy or did you ever get <laughs> Guthrie's in college? Very important questions yeah, here on man. this show.
3: Yeah, I do. I remember Guthrie's man. I got a gut with a gut box and that. Sauce. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Extra sauce every time.
3: Extra sauce. No question. Um,
0: I'll pass it to one of these guys and let them ask some serious questions. I'm just here for the food stuff.
3: All right, I got you. I know
1: you were saying. As a player, you gain confidence throughout the week, but now we're looking at it as fans. So, um, what you what you think? We don't watch the team. It kind of been on the downside for the past two years. What's your thoughts going into this game? How you feeling?
3: Oh, man. Freddie, if I would be honest with you, man, I don't feel too good about this weekend right here, man. Them boys, man. Them boys made me look good. I ain't gonna lie to you. We got a couple of stuff we need to button up, though, man. Um, guys can play better. I, I don't think there a lot of guys around our team not playing up to their level. And um, it's one game. It's a robbery game. That's a good thing. You know, robbery games not go either way, you know. So that's a good thing about it. If we play uh, up to potential, I'm quite sure we, uh, we got a good chance of winning the ball game, But you know, I'm just going off of what I've seen from Miami last week and what I seen from about two, two weekends ago. It's, uh, I don't know, man. I got my fingers crossed.
1: Yeah, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I was, <laughs> after the game, I was watching the game on Saturday. I was like, yo, it's going to be tough when we play them boys. And then somehow the other day I tricked myself into saying, like, man, we're going to win. I ain't finna say we're going to lose to Miami. So, yeah. hey, we got we to come out and get upset.
3: Yeah, you're right about that, man. I'm quite so, sure, you know, because um, a lot of the guys on the team they're from Miami, they play they're playing against a lot of uh, former teammates and, and friends. So I'm quite sure they'll be up out for the task, and you know, like it's a rivalry game, so it's gonna be close to what uh, what everybody think is gonna be.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, so th- so
3: oh, go ahead, Rich.
2: You go, ahead, Rich. Yeah, man. So so just like I said, rivalry week, it, it's fun because you know the closer we get, the the more excited we are. Um, but as a player, and Freddie can speak this too, what, what is that like? How is it different? Because obviously, like Freddie just said, you guys are fans now. But when you're players, man, especially, you know, I know you're from South Carolina, but a lot of these players are from Florida and know each other. So it, it really is personal. And it makes it one of the, the best rivalries in all of college football, in my opinion. So what was your experience, Greg, like with these guys, especially maybe some guys from South Florida, when they play Miami? What are, what's like, what are they saying this week and how excited is it, you know, when you wake up and when you're in the locker room right before the game?
3: I'm quite sure Freddie can uh, attest to this. It's, uh, that weekend, that week in practice is going to be real tense. You know, uh, guys, um, coaches don't really got to talk to guys. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, guys going to be high-intensity practice. Guys, gonna be full tilt, trying to get ready for the game, and all the coach got to do is put the ball in the field and let let us practice. You know, rah rah speech, and this year, we all all we got to do is show up to the game and be ready to go. Cause that week right there is gonna be coaches don't gotta say nothing, cause everybody know what time it is, man. It's gonna be Miami, it's gonna be Florida State, and that's one of the reasons why everybody go to Florida State. Who go to Florida State for moments like that to play against Miami? You know, twelve o'clock on Saturday. I know when we played, it was always on twelve o'clock on Saturday, but. Right. I think this weekend is gonna be a prime primetime game, but everybody always go to Florida State of mind for games like that. Play against, you know, better players, players that's gonna play play on the next level, guys who gonna bring the best out of you. So, you know, that that that's uh that week right there is one of those weeks, man. Just don't say nothing, just put your head down and work.
4: Yeah, it's
1: to, it's, it's interesting because this week, like we're looking at it from the outside as fans. I know it's some fans like, man, there's no way we're gonna beat Miami. But the players right now, like even when we had those dominant teams and we felt like Miami didn't even have a chance as fans, even the Miami players, they felt like we finna come in and we. Finna, they ain't see none of that. Like They exactly. felt like they just finna exactly. come in and whip us. So our players, they feeling the same way right now. They don't respect them. So it's going to be interesting. They're going to be ready for the game. It's going to be exciting.
3: Exactly. That's why I say it's a robbery game. So you know robbery games are always gonna be closer than what people think they're gonna be because it's gonna be guys gonna get up for that game. And you know, it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. We just gotta, you know, minimize the turnovers and the mistakes and we'll be all right.
2: Yeah, it's it's funny how you mentioned like that. It used to always be at noon and growing up. You know, I, I'm only I'm 32, but the noon game was the prime time game back in the you know late 90s, early 2000s. That's a, the spot you wanted. That you know noon ABC game. Um, and, and one of them, uh, man, but let's get right into that 2000. I think it was the 2002 game. You had 189 yards, a touchdown. You just ran all over that team. What What was your thoughts heading into that game? And then uh, obviously, I know the outcome wasn't what we wanted, but man, that to have a game like that against Miami, that's like you mentioned. That's why you come to Florida State.
3: My mindset right there was just you know just go out there and and compete, man. This is I was listening. I was listening to Trick Daddy going up to the stadium that morning, man, going up to the Orange Bowl, and you know, I was just kind of taking it all in because you know I, that was my real kind of my real first experience of playing in, in the Orange Bowl because I played it in my freshman year, but I didn't really play. I played like a couple special team plays, but I didn't really play. So my junior year when we went down there, I was just getting all geeked up and. Didn't have to say nothing, man. Just line up, man. Just, just say hike, man. Let's get it. That's all you, all you got to do. That's what everybody mindset is on the field when you play. When you play that ball game, man. Just, just hike the ball and let's get it. So, what's
1: the, yeah, I got a question. And this one, what's the over under? <laughs> the Fight getting started before the before we oh, snap man. the ball. What's the over under on that?
3: Oh, man, that was, man, you know, you know, that, hey, like, you know, especially when we play in Tallahassee and you got Chief Osceola and Renegade come on. he put that spell in the, in the middle of the field, man, you know, it'd be so geeked up right there, man. Guys probably be already in the middle of the field with the helmet up, ready to get it on. And I don't know, but you know how, you know how tense that moment right there is because they don't want to back down from us and we don't want to back down from them and, Coaches be in the middle, especially Odell, telling us to back up, go to the sideline. And it's just, man, I remember it like it's yesterday, man.
0: You uh, you Miami is I, I put together a little, it wasn't very good, but I put together a little highlight video um today of some some hard hits from from the Miami game. And obviously you you probably get asked about a couple of hits from your career, but um the Stanford Samuels hit the Nigel Bradham hit and and then you've got your hit that was on Sean Taylor um I know he got you back uh another time you guys both kind of put a lick on each other but what do you what do you remember about that play I mean I think you ran down to like the seven or eight nine ten yard line somewhere in there but you just absolutely laid out one of the greatest players that's ever lived like how did you how did you feel there (laughs)
3: Well, um, I remember uh, we put in a new, a new run play that week. I forgot what the, what the run play was. And Coach Sexton was telling me about the ooh, going over the play on Monday. I remember we were running all all week of practice. So first play of the game, they called that play. So I didn't know what time it was. I kind know of, uh, Vilma, he was going to run, run play side. He was going to try to hit the A-gap. So if he hit the A-gap, I'm going to cut it back door. And go go uh and run to the sideline so that it, it happened exactly how it was drawn up and Shanti came from the middle of the field and smacked me on the sideline. He kind he kind of rung me a little bit, but I knew I was like, man, I got to get him back. I can't let him just 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 uh give me give me cheat one like that. So I think it was fourth quarter. You know, I got him. I think it was on like uh going into the end zone for a touchdown. So you know. Things like that happen in the game, man. If you play if you play football long enough, man, you wanna get you gonna get guided, you're gonna get people. So it is what it is, man.
0: All right. So the other one that everyone asks you about, not necessarily Miami, but do you ever I asked uh we have PK and Chris on the other night and we asked them about the, the touchdown to beat the Gators in 03, and we asked them if they ever got tired of of telling this story. But do you ever get tired of people asking about that hit on Dexter Reed? Or do you, like, is it, I mean, we're going to ask you either way whether you get tired of it or not, but do you ever get tired of talking about it or, or is it kind of cool to kind of reminisce uh, on
3: it? It's cool to reminisce on it, you know, because um, people still ask me about it, especially when I'm with my kids. They always talk about, what are they talking about, dad? And so, stuff <laughs> like that. So, yeah. um, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll go YouTube it or stuff like that. So, I mean, it's all right. It, it comes, it goes to the territory. It comes with the territory, should I say. But yeah. uh, it is what it is, yeah.
0: The YouTube video that's on there, shout out to my guy Brian. He actually recorded that back, way back in the day, and then like uploaded it. And like, so the YouTube video that, that if you Google that hit, like, he's the guy that, um, that put that together. But anyway, so you're running down the the left sideline. Did you know that it was about to be that big of a hit? I mean, just take us through that. Like, did you know? Like, was he angled a certain way? Had you had you ever lowered a shoulder like that before in practice? Like did you know, like, I'm about to oh. lay Dexter Reed out, or was it just like it just happened to be the right angle? Or I mean, I oh, hope it's the know. first. Like, don't tell me it was luck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, nah, oh, no, definitely wasn't luck. I kind of I kind of played it like I was gonna run it, like angling to run out of bounds. And I guess he kind of figured I was gonna run out of bounds. And at the last moment I got vert, I got vertical north to south. It kind of hit him with the stiff arm, because he kind of laid off and thought I was running out of bounds right right behind Chris Davis. But I didn't, I got vertical going back, going up the field, going north, and I got him. So, that's on him, you know. He got caught slipping, not me. <laughs> Yo, they must have, what they
1: gave y'all to messed up the pregame meal or something? Cause you like, you had something <laughs> on your
3: mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a back story to that, because uh that year I was coming off an of ACL from the from the previous year, and I was um, all through training camp, it was me, Leon Watson, and Lorenzo. So we just kind of split carries. The coaches didn't really know if I was healthy and they didn't really know if I was like, you know, 100 percent So they was kind of switching us in and out. So I like, man, when I'm in there, I got to really take advantage of my, my reps. So every time when I was in there, I always try to take advantage of my reps because I didn't know because I I play a series. Leon to play a series. DeLeon will play a series. Then I come back in, they kind of was, you know, kind of playing us in and out. So I'm like, man, I got, when I'm in here, especially beginning of the season, I got to go ahead and take advantage of these reps because it was my senior year and I was trying to go into the next level. So that's what it was. So, uh, yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah, so that's the back story behind that, man. It's all co and fault. He kind of made, he kind of, made me upset. So that's what it was. So reason Dest- you gotta blame Yeah. I was say, yeah. 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 <laughs> don't
0: don't look at me. It was him. Um, yeah. people remember the that big hit. Um I think every time your name comes up, that's like the GIF or the video or the picture or whatever that gets shared. What was your I mean if it's not just one, if there's a couple, but like when you look back at your career at Florida State, like what were your maybe top one or two moments Did you kind of remember back on, whether it was a play, a game, a, a series, a drive, just whatever. Like what was – like what are your fondest memories of being there?
3: Uh really, um, I know Freddie um, knew about this. In the summertime, we used to work out on the practice field, right? And so we used to always practice in the practice field with the strength coach, and after we practiced, we would do like seven on seven, this amongst ourselves. So. I I remember that because it used to be it used to be like intense out there, offense versus defense. I remember that. Um this uh my I guess is my my junior, not my junior year, but my sophomore year, I started against Clemson and i like and I think I, I rushed for like a buck, probably like a buck fifty, a buck sixty against the, up there in Clemson, and everybody know I'm from South Carolina and I had a lot of friends and homeboys on that team, guys who I played with. And it gets in high school, so I remember that and just fellowship and hanging with the guys, man. You know, in practice,
1: yeah, ain't nothing like that
3: locker room, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know how it is. You be chilling in the locker room after practice, telling stories in the weight room or, you know, the training table. You know, just this fellowship and this, just cracking jokes, man.
0: Um, do you have a? I know you. We talked a little bit about the game. Do you have a score prediction? Do you have do you have something <laughs> more going? I know I know you, no. I know there's nothing people love more than going on record and being told that they were wrong. So
3: uh, oh um no, I don't uh, 21 24. Uh let me see. 17, 21, something like that, you know, ain't gonna be like a you know, a, a forty-something. It's not gonna be a high-scoring ball game. I don't think it is. I hope not. Yeah, if it's yeah, a high-scoring ball game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Low-scoring sounds good to me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So we just got to, we just got to, learn to, learn to find the end zone, man. But I think we'll be all right because we got a couple, a couple weeks of practice under our belt. We'll be fine, man. I'm quite sure the coaches had them ready, ready to go.
0: Absolutely. Well, man, we appreciate you hanging out. Richie, Freddie, you guys got anything else before we roll out of here? We just want to do a quick talk with you. Yeah, Greg, real quick. I, I'd be
2: uh, I feel the need to. So before this podcast, I was producing another one called The Rollcast and uh, the host Trey Roland. We tried to get you for like two months straight as a guest. You're probably his biggest fan ever. So I just want to shout him out and uh, let you know we we're, we're always big fans as well. Um, but real quick, uh, I, obviously you, you've had a, a nice career in the league. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, two quarterbacks real quick. Uh, I know uh, TJ wants to hear about Jameis, and I want to hear about Tom Brady. So, what what are your thoughts on the Saints and Bucks and their
3: quarterback situation, man? Um, let me see. I you know uh, the Bucks, you know Tom Brady. He's uh, this is going to take them a while to get um, get up to speed because you know there was no. Uh, no, no preseason games this year, and mm-hmm. there's no really no offseason. So, I mean, they're getting there. You know, the people got to give them time. You know, they just got to, you know, take advantage of the plays that they can. You know, catch the balls that the balls are, you know, he gives them. You know, don't drop them like they did last weekend. So, um, they'll be all right. You know, it's going get to them, give them a while because it's the first year in the system. And Jameis uh, – I thought James was going to sign with the team for a starter, but, you know, I think he's in a great situation right now. You know, a lot quite sure so a lot of people don't think so, but you just sit back and, you know, just learning, learning from Drew, learning from um, Sean Payton. He's a, a heck of an offensive coach, and um, you never know. You know, um, Drew might, you know, look, well, it looks like Drew's going to retire after this season. Yeah. So <laughs> he might be there next year, so you never know. So um, I liked him over uh, – Tyson Hill as a, start, as a starting quarterback so he might be there next year you never know so I think it might work out for him there and if not I'm quite sure he'll be ready to hit the market and be ready just have another year a year not another year but a year under his belt learning from uh, Drew Breeze and Sean Payton
2: yeah, yeah we, I think we, that we were talking in the group chat earlier TJ Freddie uh, and Harlan and I about we, we think Jameis is going to get a shot in a few weeks and I hope he does so TJ I'll, yeah. I'll let you there yeah. I mean,
0: Drew doesn't, Drew's arm looks bad right now. Like, I think I just saw a stat that he had like 68 passes in the first two year, two um, games and only two have been completed for more than 10 yards. Like he just, everything's a dump off. And and that's just not how new Orleans offense works. Yeah. And so I don't know that drew, I mean, I like drew Brees a lot. Yeah. I like drew Brees. I like Tom Brady. I just like greatness. So like, I, I'm not going to cheer for these guys to not do well, but like, I'm kind of hoping Drew kind of hangs it up so that so that my boy can get in. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want him to get hurt, but yeah um but I would be okay if he just understood that I mean I'm telling you they gonna win a lot of games with him not being able to throw the ball down the field. You know like exactly, they, exactly. Oakland's not or Las Vegas is not a great team, you know and yeah and they I think they win with Jameis or I think he gives them a better chance to win. So anyway, if not I've heard a lot of rumors about Minnesota possibly trading for him. Um Minnesota is not a good team, so I wouldn't like that. I'd rather him just sit and learn in New Orleans. But <laughs> it'd be cool to see him and Dalvin together. You know, what I mean, That'd, yeah, it'd be would yeah. be neat. And he'd play in a dome. Yeah. He's always been pretty good in a dome. So, um, but yeah, I know. I'm the NFL is very intriguing this year for all of all of the above reasons. Added with the injuries, have you ever seen anything like? I have mean, obviously, never seen anything like this. But yeah, is that just due to the shortened offseason? Obviously, like I think so. You know, and. I would expect. I mean, do you expect it to kind of taper off a little bit? You know, once the guys kind of get their legs under them,
3: man, it's, uh, I'm quite sure we probably see another week or two um, of injuries. Because I mean, guys, still, you got to think, guys didn't really have an off season and didn't have a preseason game, so they didn't really have a chance to kind of push their body to the limit and see what they got. So, I think it's going to be a couple more weeks of uh, you know um, uh, bad injuries. So it's a rough one man that's all this right here kind of lets you know the importance of preseason games and you know the offseason
0: yeah we always complain every year about the preseason games and shorten it <laughs> and they're boring and no I don't even tune in you tune in for like the first drive but I don't care about the third and fourth stringers finding out you know, I got two screaming kids but you're right I mean it shows the importance of it and you know i'm i'm totally for keeping all four preseason games cause yeah yeah awful to watch guys especially guys that you love right like i yeah. you know derwin goes down and you know i don't even see what happened with cam but cam got hurt the other day and you know so yeah anyway. he
3: did i think he hurt he hurt like a rib i think it was
0: yeah, he's got to watch out for a rib out there. Yeah, watch out for you. They on the, Taylor's doctor. They, yeah, <laughs> geez, they're poking shoot. their lungs, right? oh, bro. <laughs> imagine that, you know, like you're. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're going man, in like for a right broken down, ankle, man. and they like cut your leg off, man, like that. What, <laughs> what are you <laughs> doing? So anyway, all right, Greg, we appreciate you hanging out, man. Thanks for thanks for laughing with us. Thanks for us tonight. Um,
3: hey, anytime, man, if y'all ever need something, get need me to come back on to something, just holler at me. It's pretty, got my number, man. I'll be welcome to, man. Awesome, Morning.
1: Welcome. appreciate you, man. Yeah,
3: Freddie, you have a me. good one, man. You be easy out there, all right? It's yes, 32. All right, Greg, yeah,
1: Greg
0: Jones. So, quick little pop up show. Um, dude, he was fun to watch back in school, <laughs> you know, like so he was there early yeah that's like when I yeah I started kind of understanding and watching sports like through four years before he got to FSUs so like that's when I was kind of in the prime of of watching it and he was just a beast like you said he went for nearly 200 yards we didn't ask about it but like I mean obviously he never beat Miami but that's got to stink like he's got to hate them yeah. so much I mean he dominated UF when he was there but Never beaten Miami's got to be awful.
2: <laughs> I think the um, uh, the coolest thing for me uh, with this podcast so far has been uh, we all have these iconic plays in Florida State history, especially you know growing up, uh, huge fans, and uh, to hear them explain it from their point of view, it, it, that's just the coolest thing ever. So, uh, shout out to Greg; he was awesome tonight. He kind
1: I, I just thought about this. He he told us the score prediction, but he didn't say which side.
2: We'll get there tomorrow night, but I, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say he's picked Florida State. He didn't say so yeah, that's it. Keeping it safe, man. I like it. <laughs> that's what I'm
0: gonna do when we do the uh just a prediction. prediction. <laughs> I'm just gonna say 3128. <laughs> all right, next. <laughs> um yeah, all right, cool. I don't think we have to stay on here too much longer. I, I do wanna always shout out um you know the team and you know, my internet kind of gave out last time Harlan was telling me, uh, spectrum came out and fixed some things. So, um, I appreciate the team that we work with since I kind of screwed this up last time, but Harlan helps us with all the, the video, uh, stuff on podcast night. He's always flexible when we drop a, a line to say like, Hey, we're going live in 30 minutes, get on. And he does. Yeah. So, um, appreciate that. Appreciate Harlan. Uh, appreciate Ed Kennedy helps with a lot of social media stuff. Um, would be really tough on me to do all of it or you know any of us do all of it but he helps a ton there and then Brian Hathaway helps with a lot of images and edits and stuff that we do um I made that little uh FSU Miami video this morning and uh it's cool to be able to put like an official image on the back end of it and, and make us look like we're I mean, shoot, That I mean, I, I'm not patting myself on the back, but that was better than anything Florida State's put out for the last, like, five years on social media, so. <laughs> Which isn't hard to do, like, right? Like, you just don't have to do anything. You, know, you just don't put, like, MLK and, you know, speed gloves, and you're good. But, um, so, anyway, I appreciate the team. Appreciate you guys. If you're watching this, if you can share, like, retweet it. It's a quick watch. Usually we're on for, like, an hour and a half. It's, like, a 25, 30-minute watch with interview with an FSU legend and Greg Jones, 10-year uh, NFL vet. Um, Greg Jones. So when you can get guys that play in the NFL for that long, it's, it's kind of cool to be able to chat with them. And then we are three days away from game day, right? So sign up for our Patreon. You'll get access to the game day chat in the discord. It's patreon.com slash double fries pod. You'll also get access to the weekly pick them. Um, we've got my my guy, uh, who won this week? I forget who won this week, but we've got a guest picker tomorrow on the preview show. We've also got Storm Surge on the preview show. So the um, Canes podcast that's on our network um, coming on to preview it. And special guest, Trey Rowland, will be on with us as well. So a little surprise for the people that are listening in and tuning in today. So um, other than that, man, I don't have anything. You guys have any shout outs or anything on your end?
2: Good. Yeah man, just uh, like you said, shout out our, our behind the scenes crew. You know I'm a I'm a big part of Take Fan. It's the number one sports podcast in the world. They have all the resources in the world, and I'd put what our guys are doing, uh, you know, on these live pods and behind the scenes with social right up against what they're doing. So I, I shout out to TJ for making it happen. He brought all these guys on. Me and Freddie never heard of, and that they're they're killing it. So shout out to you guys, and uh, I'm excited to get back here tomorrow and talk about the game and give some score predictions. Yeah, you talked
0: about this before we got on air, but Freddie's like all ready to go. He's got his warm up on. <laughs> yeah, I think Jersey, on under the jersey
1: man. I might have to.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, just talking about the team. I mean, I appreciate the shout out and the love there too. But you're only as good as the team around you, right? Like, and we can have, we could have, uh, you know, I mean, we've got a a national champion in here. We've got two guys that have been around podcasting for quite a while, and in, in me and Richie and. Um, that doesn't really matter. You're only as good as the team around you. And so we couldn't, you know, this wouldn't look as good. This wouldn't sound as good. This would you know, social media wouldn't be as good. Our images wouldn't, our Instagram wouldn't be as good without the guys around us. Right. Because we'd be um, coming up with like terrible, terrible Photoshop and terrible. <laughs> like we, anyway. So yeah, we, we could be as, as professional or as good as we want. But like I said, the team just makes it so much better. So um appreciate, appreciate the, I guess the five of you guys, all, all the, the whole team, and if you're looking for something to do, well, I'll probably need you to do something soon, so <laughs> start adding people. So, all yeah, right, um, all right, good stuff. Uh,
2: Harlan got the last song, Richie. You got one? Oh, Freddie's got tonight, I'll, I'll get tomorrow. No,
1: I got, um, I got on Sunday, remember?
0: All right, I got one. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'll pick it. I'm, I'm, to- yeah, I haven't got. picked one in like two weeks, I don't know what it is, but it'll probably be TJ style, so, um. We will see you guys tomorrow night. Excited for it.
4: Still doubt I do But every now and then I get to thinking You know I got it all worked out I used to take If you never let it in, I got a part of me just wondering when. I'm trying to kick yours A Part of me just wants to live forever on the road, split me down the middle, ship my southpaw home. If she gets to ask and tell, her, you don't rightly know what happened to the rest.